episode of Headlines, presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, July 22nd, and I'm Ryan Wolt recapping the North County San Diego news from the past few days. The Coast News has been your leading local voice bringing North County San Diego the news of the neighborhood for over 34 years. We're continuing to passionately cover the stories of our community. You can support our efforts to provide high-quality, independent local journalism by going to thecoastnews.com and clicking the donate button on the upper right. We appreciate your support. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 487 COVID-19-related deaths, a total of 24,520 cases reported, and the positivity rating or percentage of positive cases, more important than the total case rate, has actually decreased since the mask order to 5.8% over the past 14 days. Wearing a mask in public and practicing social distancing is widely recognized as one way individuals can help prevent the spread. The San Onofre Nuclear Generating Station only has a few more canisters of spent nuclear fuel to put away in its dry storage facility. Crews at the decommissioning nuclear power plant have been loading one full canister of fuel per week for months. 70 out of the 73 total canisters has already been loaded by the end of last week. Scheduled demolition of the plant is not anticipated until late this year or sometime next year. The city of Encinitas says it doesn't need to upzone any more parcels to get its state-mandated eight-year affordable housing plan update approved. The city increased residential density allowances on several land parcels citywide. This upzoning would allow the kind of denser residential construction, namely larger multifamily developments, the state generally associates with housing affordability. These state requirements, though rarely enforced, mean to ensure that cities' land use policies reasonably enable private sector housing production to satisfy forecasted demand affordability at all income levels. Encinitas has failed to adopt its previous plan by the statutory deadline, and a court had ordered the city to update its housing element. 32-year-old David Hernandez Avia was booked into the Vista Detention Facility on suspicion of felony carjacking, attempted carjacking, and assault with a deadly weapon after dispatchers received reports that a man was attempting to carjack several people in Oceanside's Mesa Margarita neighborhood while armed with a knife, allegedly punching and slashing one victim and chasing another before stealing their car. Oceanside's Police Chief McCoy has called for an internal investigation into the actual arrest in which an officer used a stun gun to subdue the suspect, causing him to fall backward onto his head before two other officers forcefully twisted him to lie face down. The man was still armed with a knife when officers approached him, but in videos released by the Oceanside PD, he appears to have dropped the knife to the ground and has both hands on his head as officers approach before being shot by the stun gun. Police officials released officers' body-worn camera footage of the arrest, along with a cell phone video and an open letter by Police Chief McCoy calling for the internal investigation. The Del Mar City Council approved an increase in fees for various city services, especially those related to planning and building, in order to shift those costs from the general public to the service users. The city hasn't updated its fees since 2009, and the update aims to reduce the amount of monies diverted from the general fund to subsidize those services. The city estimates $62,000 in new revenue in the remainder of the fiscal year. Due to ever-increasing numbers of COVID-19 cases, San Diego County is now hiring additional people to do case investigations, which are critical to quickly tracking and slowing the spread of COVID-19. The county's goal is to start investigations within 24 hours of a case being reported at least 70% of the time. However, the spike in new cases has resulted in only 10% of those investigations starting within the 24-hour window. Case investigators will call or email people who have tested positive for COVID-19 to ask them to isolate themselves and find out about their close contacts. The new hires will join more than 510 case investigators and contact tracers already working in the county to stop the spread of the virus. 
The controversial Assembly Bill 5, or Gig Worker Bill, is the main talking point for California Republicans this election cycle. AB 5 asserts businesses must go through the ABC test to ensure an independent contractor is actually an independent contractor and not an employee. The California Legislative Analyst's Office estimates at least 1 million independent contractors have been put out of work or jeopardized by the law. Independent freelance groups dispute the report and estimate a much higher number, closer to 4.5 million. Assembly District 76 Republican candidate Melanie Burkholder of Carlsbad, who is challenging incumbent Democrat Tasha Borner Horvath of Encinitas, has put the controversial legislation front and center in her campaign, as Horvath originally voted for AB5. Federal data reveals that more than 1,500 San Marcos businesses received Federal Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, loans designed to help small businesses impacted by the COVID-19 shutdowns. 300 received large loans of $150,000 or more the largest recipient being an employment services firm called Hospitality Team Members, Inc., which received a loan in the 5 to $10 million range. The company is headed by John Fredericks, who is also the president and CEO of Welk Resort Group, a more than $150 million company with several resort locations nationwide. The two companies also share the same address as Welk's corporate office. If connected, the Welk Resort Group would be one of several major hotel companies in the county that was awarded between 5 and $10 million through a loophole, allowing large hotels and restaurants to apply for loans regardless of how many workers they have, as long as each location employs fewer than 500 people. According to the SBA, the loan program was meant to provide a direct incentive for small businesses to keep their workers on the payroll. About 650,000 businesses received the money nationwide. Tommy Arthur, co-founder and COO of the Port Brewing in Lost Abbey in San Marcos, said that they received a PPP loan somewhere between $250,000 and $500,000, which helped them retain almost all of their employees who had been furloughed. Because they were able to put at least 60% of it towards payroll for employees, the loan will be forgiven according to SBA rules providing some much-needed relief. Major League Baseball fans are excited because baseball is back. On their opening day, the Padres will host the Arizona Diamondbacks. First pitch is Friday at 6.10 p.m. Baseball is back, and for right now, there's hope for fans of all 30 teams. In an effort to aid those that need food assistance due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the city of Solana Beach is hosting a second free food distribution event on Monday, July 27th from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. The first such event was held back in June and provided food for about 300 families. Participants do not need proof of income or job loss to pick up food, though they are required to self-attest that they are in need and provide proof of residency in Solana Beach. Residents can drive or come by on foot with face coverings to the La Colonia parking lot at 715 Valley Avenue. There will be another food event on August 31st. After weeks of national unrest and local protests, the city of Encinitas and Captain Herbert Taft of the San Diego County Sheriff's North Coastal Station will host a virtual law enforcement forum on July 28th, discussing the station's local operations as well as answer questions from the public. The community forum is an extension of the previously established Coffee with the Community sessions hosted by Taft in Del Mar, Solana Beach, and Encinitas over the past two years and will allow for unlimited viewership live on YouTube as well as 50 virtual Zoom reservations. Additional questions and comments for officials may be submitted via email no later than July 23rd at 5 p.m. The San Diego Botanical Garden in Encinitas is now open. Reserve your spot and buy tickets online at sdbgarden.org. The mission of the garden is to inspire people of all ages to connect with plants and nature. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters whose stories we recapped here today including Samantha Nelson, Dan Brundell, Steve Petersky, Lexi Brote, Tigus Lane, and Caitlin Steinberg. You can find all the stories of North County on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. 
And if you're looking for more podcast content, please check out the newest episodes of the Cheers North County podcast and the North County Beat presented by the Coast News. They can be found everywhere you listen to great podcasts. Be sure to review and subscribe. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local news headlines.